Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We are a spiritual community dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning, and we welcome persons of all religions, ethnic and racial origins, sexual orientations, abilities, and other circumstances. We extend a special welcome to our visitors this morning. We're glad you're here. Our church, we believe that there's a spirit, the spark of the divine in each of us, and it's in that spirit that I would invite you to turn to your neighbor, to your right and left, and greet the holy in our midst. I invite you to join me in saying the words that we use to light the chalice, which can be found in your order of service. Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law. This is our great covenant, to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in love, and to help one another. Our call to worship is by Barbara J. Peskin. For the beauty of the earth, this spinning blue-green ball, yes. Gaia, mother of everything, we walk gently across your back to come together again in this place. To remember how we can live, to remember who we are, to create how we will be. So many people ask... What holds you together? So many of you can believe so many different things. What holds you together? As Unitarian Universalists, we have our values and we have our principles. And here at First UU Church of Boston, we all work together and we also create a mission statement. I'd like to invite you to join me as we say it. You can find it in your order of service and you can also find it on our wall. We gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice. Our meditation reading this morning is by Matt Allspaugh, titled, Water Makes Its Mark. A glass of tea sweats a circle of droplets on an old table. Drying, they pull dirt and stain from the wood, leaving a ring. Water makes its mark. Deep in the earth, in a cave, a drop falls each minute. Where it lands, a great pillar of white rock has grown up. Water makes its mark. On the surface above, a stream burbles and flows, carving out potholes in the granite of its bed. Water makes its mark. Along a highway cut, a geologist points out the layers of tan slate, each penny-thin sheet, the memory of a torrential rainstorm eons ago. Water makes its mark. In its network of veins, the blood, salty like the seawater from which we sprang, flows on in cycles, giving life. Water makes its mark. The dark clouds pass on, yielding no rain. Crops wither, and drought comes. Famine, migration, violence, and death soon follow. Water makes its mark. A space probe turns its camera toward whence it came, imagining imaging one solitary pixel of light, its color the pale blue of oceans. Water makes its mark. A solitary tear slides down the cheek, a tear of abiding joy, 
a tear of unending grief. We see and share the depth of feeling at its true core. Water makes its mark. Remembering that the sounds of children are part of the silence, I now invite you to join us in a moment of silence and meditation. So when I first started thinking about today's service, one of my first thoughts was, what better way for me to start today's water communion than with a story for all ages? I am a religious educator, after all. And once I had this realization, I knew the perfect story to share with y'all. I've told it here before, but not in a while. It's actually one of my kiddos' favorite stories, so it's told rather frequently in our house, and a lot of the times, and I'll say this because they're not in here right now, they act it out, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so, since today is Water Communion, today's story is about water. And once upon a time, there was a drop of water named Higgins. Higgins was no ordinary drop of water. He was a drop with a dream. Higgins lived in a valley where it hadn't rained in a very long time. So all the lovely green grass was turning brown, all the beautiful flowers were dying and wilting, and all the trees were even starting to droop. Higgins had a dream that one day the valley would be beautiful place again. But what could he do? After all, he was only one drop of water. One day, Higgins decided to travel and to tell others about his dream. All the other drops listened very politely. But no one believed that his dream would come true. Higgins, one drop said, get your head out of the clouds. You can't spend your whole life dreaming. Higgins decided that he had to do something to make his dream come true. So he thought and he thought and he thought. And one day, as he was walking by a rusty old bucket, he got an idea. If enough of us drops of water get into this bucket, Higgins thought, there would be enough water to sprinkle on a few flowers to help them grow and become beautiful again. Eagerly, Higgins told everybody his great idea. But everyone thought that he was being foolish. That Higgins is nothing but a dreamer, they said. Higgins decided that he had to do something to convince the others that he was right. So he looked at them and he said, I don't know about you, but I'm getting in the bucket. I hope that some of you will join me. Then there might be enough of wa us water drops to help at least some of the flowers grow beautiful again. So Higgins ran as fast as he could, hopped way up into the air, and landed with the kerplunk in the bottom of the bucket. And there he sat, just a drop in the bucket. And for a long time, Higgins was very lonely. It seemed like no one else was going to join him. But... After a while, some of the other drops could see that the grass was dying and that the flowers were wilting and even the trees were drooping. And they all agreed that something must be done. Suddenly, one drop shouted, That's it! I'm getting in the bucket with Higgins! And he leaped through the air and he landed, kerplunk, in the bucket. 
Then two other drops yelled, wait for us, and they hopped in the air and landed in the bucket. And then ten drops jumped through the air, and then thirty, and then fifty, and then hundreds of drops came from all around just to hop in this bucket. Soon, the bucket was completely full of water. But there were still more drops that wanted to join, so they found another bucket and they hopped in. And before long, there were two buckets of water, then three, then four, then ten, then hundreds, and then thousands of buckets of water. Along came a powerful breeze that blew over all of the buckets, and the water flowed together and made a mighty stream. Everywhere that the water flowed, the grass turned green again, and the flowers bloomed, and the trees stood tall and straight once more. All of this happened because Higgins had a dream and his dream came true. Because he knew that although he was just a drop in the bucket, enough drops in the bucket make a bucket full. And when there are enough buckets with the wind behind them, then justice will roll down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. So how many of you have felt like Higgins before? I know I have. Sometimes it can seem like we are all alone and that our dreams of a just and loving world will never become a reality. This has never been more true than in our current political and environmental climate, where we may feel like only a drop in the bucket compared to the many crises affecting our world today. But then we find a community, like First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin, that shows us that we are not alone in this journey. Every year as we come back from whatever we have done over the summer, we gather in community to remember that together we can do more than we could ever do alone. We celebrate our reunion each year in a ritual that we call water communion. In, into this ritual, we bring our love, hope, and courageous faith. And through it, we seek to renew our covenantal commitments with one another. We remind ourselves of the church home that we share, a home that we come back to, a home we welcome all to make their own, a home of love, hope, and faith. We gather this morning carrying reminders of our summer. The water we share may call to mind light summer showers, thunderstorms, dewy mornings or misty evenings, or it may remind us of moments at ocean sides, pool sides, river sides, lake sides, or even our own backyard. Perhaps we found ourselves in the presence of water during a moment of sadness or joy. As we blend our waters together, we reflect upon what we did in these places and moments. So now we will begin our water communion, remembering that the sounds of children are part of the silence. Please come forward and add the water that you have carried with you silently and reverently. Be a blessing for one and all. May it inspire us to make this coming year a year of hope, love, and courageous faith. And may we walk in the full awareness as often as possible of the blessed ties that bind each of us together in community. Amen. 
And please join me in the words that we use to extinguish the chalice, which can be found in your order of service. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. It starts with a drop, then a trickle, a burble, a rush of water bubbling towards its destination, and finally, the wide, endless sea. All rivers run to the sea. Today, you brought water, poured into common bowls, though our experiences have differed. These waters mingle signifying our common humanity. Today you came and shared in this sacred community. May you depart this sacred space, hearts filled with hope for new beginnings, a fresh start. Go forth, but return to this community where rivers of tears may be shed, where dry souls are watered, where your joy bubbles where your life cup overflows, where deep in your spirit you have found in this place a home. All rivers run to the sea. Blessed be. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.